Welcome to Christianity A to Z. This is our weekly doctrine podcast uh, that we uh, are doing together and we're going through the letters of the alphabet and for every letter we're, we're choosing uh, a big Bible doctrine and spending a bit of time discussing it. Uh, we have come quite far now and we are on the letter T and um, we're going to be talking about the Trinity. So I'm here as ever with Ben and Pete. Hello. Hello. And uh, we're <coughs> pastors at Cornerstone Church and there are other resources that you can find on our website and on our YouTube and social media channels. And uh, we're going to get right into it, Trinity. So we've got a few verses to kick us off. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting because you can go from the beginning of Matthew's Gospel, um, chapter 3, and then at the end of Matthew's Gospel, which really just shows us that there is one God, but he's a triunity. So Jesus is being baptised at the beginning of his ministry. And it says in chapter 3, verse 16 of Matthew, as soon as Jesus was baptised, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. So you have the three persons of the one God there. Hmm. You have Jesus, you have uh, the Father speaking that he loves the Son, and you have the Spirit descending like a dove. And then if you just go to the end of Matthew's Gospel where Jesus is commissioning the church to, to go out and to preach the gospel to all nations. Uh, he says, therefore, go and make disciples of all... Na-, this is verse 19 of chapter 28. Therefore, go and, make all, uh, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name, so there's one name, of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I commanded you, and surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. So you've got <laughs> there, uh, you know, qu- quite a lot of stuff there, um, that, that there, isn't what, there isn't one God who performs three different tasks, mm. who becomes, uh, you know, a, 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 he's got the hat of the Father on at, at some times, and then he moves and puts the hat of the Son on, and then when he's done that, he puts the hat of the of the spirit on. Um, uh, you've clearly got the three together there, separate but one. The name, the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So that's, in one sense, the essence of what we believe about the Trinity, isn't it? I mean, mm. there's a lot more to it, but that's the big, big mm. stuff. Hmm. Yeah, and y- you mentioned one sort of error there, which is to think that there's one person who sort of swaps roles so sometimes god is the father sometimes he's the son sometimes he's the spirit that's that's wrong equally wrong is that there are three separate gods so there is uh the god of who is the father there is another god who is the son and there is another god who is the trinity and that's three gods which is a equally um an error in christianity i mean we must say this is quite a mystery isn't it Uh, in one sense um uh but but it's clearly taught in the Bible, isn't it? What you've just said, mm. yeah, and, and you know how we understand this is mm. is, mm-hmm. is pretty hard for us in in, in many ways. Yeah, and and, and, and and lots of people have tried to use lots of illustrations, haven't they? Like the hat, and right. and then the sort of the egg. Yeah. you know, you've got the um, <laughs> shell, and you've got the white, and you've got the yolk. Yeah, and then you've got the sh- shamrock. Uh, oh, yeah. It's the one leaf, but it's got three leaves. Yeah. Uh, then you've got what else? The uh, ice, 
water and steam. Yeah. Um, all of those ones, yeah, mm. to try to sort of show the Trinity, and and they all fail, don't they, to some mm. degree? Crazy. And there's been lots in church history. There's been lots of arguments about the Trinity, hasn't there? And uh, the relationship between God and the persons of God, and um, you know, you, you you can see errors arising from very early on. So, what one of the one of the errors that Muslims sometimes have with the Trinity is that they they have a kind of strange distortion of a Catholic view, which which would be like the Father and Mary um, had mm. a son, and that mm. was Jesus, and yeah. that's what we mean by Trinity. There's there's a kind of like the Son of God. Oh, there must be a father and a mother. Maybe you know, and so there's all kinds of, and then you go through the church councils in history, and there's all sorts of debate about how exactly the Trinity works, and. But I think with good theology, what it's trying to do is just to say, look, there are certain things that we can see in the Bible and that we can affirm to be true, um, but we need to put a fence around those things. And that's what theology is. It's like a fence to say we can say this much, but no more. We mm. can go this far, but no further. And, um, you know, we have to accept that there is a degree of mystery. Um, not mystery is in that God is playing tricks on us like a kind of mystic Meg. He's doing things behind the scenes in order to deceive us a little bit. Um, but there are just depths to the person and being of God that are hard for us to to understand. You know? Yeah, I think that's um, probably a better word. The depths, it's, it's big stuff, isn't mm, it? Mm. And, and, and surely that would be, wouldn't it? Mm. Uh, it, it, if we could fully, completely comprehend everything about God, mm. I guess he wouldn't be God, or mm. I would be God. Um, so I, I think that's the truth. We're talking mm. about God here, mm. and he is clearly, mm. you know, <laughs> bigger than anything mm. we can imagine. Mm. So, yeah, yeah we're not going to fully comprehend everything no. although the teaching of the trinity is quite clear isn't it it is and i yeah. think you can state it very simply i mean we're not filming this so it's hard to see but i remember the old uh, one of our old pastors who worked around Andy bruins just used to say it to his kids like there's one god mm. father son holy spirit one god you know and that yeah. and just to put it in that simple in the simplest form and you can do that can't yeah. you um, yeah. with the trinity um is it true to say that we're monotheists um, th there's absolute monotheism where there's a sort of an aloneness to the one, to uh, a sort of a singularity to the one, which mm. we're not. Um, we are in 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 one God of in essence. Yes. Yeah, um, we're, I think we are monotheists, but we're yeah. not at, like Muslims, as you. That's there's what a, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're a pluralistic monotheist. <laughs> yes. So, so, so I would call it a complex one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a digital one, isn't there? Yeah. There's a digital one. It is that's Allah, mm -hmm. on his own singularity, uh, has no relationship. The great thing about uh, the complex one, one, one times one times one equals one. I know there's error. I can know you can you know knock that as well. But mm. there are three ones, mm -hmm. but it makes one, mm. and um, uh, and and th and that's what our God is. Mm. Uh, because and the great thing about this is that at the heart of the universe, because God is at the heart, He's the Creator of everything, is relationship. And so I love the one John um, uh, uh, chapter four verse sixteen verse. And uh, you know, years ago they used to use this as 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 a as an explanation of the Trinity because it says God is love. Mm -hmm. Well, you if you're going to love, you have to have someone to love. 
Mm. Love isn't just a thing. Yeah. It has you have to have a a lover and a beloved. Yeah. And uh, that used to be the big thing about proving the Trinity. And what I love about that is that it shows you that there is love relationship mm. at the heart mm. of the universe because God is the creator of the universe. God the Father loves God the Son. God mm. the Son loves God the Father. God the Father loves God the Spirit. God the Spirit loves God the Son and loves yeah. God the Father. And we yeah. can go on. Um, so there's love, relationship, bound together in this one mm. God in three persons. I remember, Tom, you preached a sermon where you were saying that a three, a threeness completes joy. But you said your joy is not complete until you can share it with someone. Mm. Um, and I think you gave a, a, an example of you enjoying something, but by yourself. It's it, an, an experience that you enjoy by yourself is bittersweet, isn't it? Because mm. you just desperately want to share mm. uh, the, the moment with someone or the experience with someone. And the Trinity means that the Father and the Son enjoy the Spirit together. Mm. There's a, They have that, They can. their joy is made complete because now they can go, or that the Spirit and the Father can go, isn't Jesus wonderful? Yes, he's wonderful, isn't he? Mm. Uh, it's not just even two people, mm. just two lovers looking at each other, but mm. it's there's something even more perfect about mm. a threeness, mm. yeah. uh, which is just wonderful. So this is more than just a doctrine, isn't it? This is actually necessary. This is a necessary aspect of who God is. Um, there's one just little line here from a book where Augustine, who was a, one of the church fathers, um, apparently he deduced that God... Um, in order to be himself, had to be a trinity <laughs> of persons, since otherwise neither his mind nor his love could function, mm. which is what you're saying, isn't mm -hmm. it? That in other words, he had to be a trinity of persons, otherwise his love could not function. Mm. Who would there be to love? How would he um, overflow in love and joy and, and blessing um, if there were not others? And mm. uh, the, the glorious thing about the Christian gospel is that we are invited through faith in Christ to come into this Godhead, aren't yeah. we? And to enjoy communion with God, our Father, through the Son, our Saviour, in the power of the Spirit, who is our counselor. And we're welcomed and taken up into this this loving this loving God. Um, and so that's what we think, isn't it? So when in the Old Testament... You know, we believe, you know, hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Yes. And we were absolutely affirm yep. there is only one God. There is only one God. But, you know, it is a complex one, one and three persons. Um, and so, you know, that's that's important to say, isn't it? And, uh, you know, what what else do we need to, to know about the Trinity then? Um, what else can we say about well, it? The, because it's relational and it's love, there's, there's, there's roles, mm. if you like. Um, and... Uh, so, um, you know, the father uh, sends the son and the son sends the spirit. Mm. And, and so you, you get these. And that, that means to say that the, uh, so the, the son will subordinate himself to the father's will, but it doesn't mean to say he's a lesser being and a lesser God. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And somehow we've distorted this, haven't we? Um, sort of in, in the whole idea of marriage and stuff and equality. We, we, we've actually sort of blandified equality by, by saying that everybody should be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. mm. And that if I submit to you in any way, then I'm lesser than you, yeah. which is just not... A, a, and actually, society can't live like that, really. Yeah. But in the Trinity, we see that. We see a submission, but not an um, inequality. Yeah. So Jesus submits to the Father's will, um, but he is... He, he is 
equal mm. with the father. Yeah. 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 Um, he's the exact imprint of his being. He's, mm. he's the image of the invisible God. Yeah. Yeah. He is exactly like him. And Jesus says uh, in John 17, um, you know, I want to, I want to share in the glory that I shared with you before the world began. Mm. So Jesus shares in the exact same glory as the father. Mm. Um, there's no sort of hierarchy of levels of glory. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. Mm. And, um, I suppose just thinking about bouncing around a little bit, but but one of the other things we were just discussing before we came on air, and I've got a Muslim friend who who would say, you know, that you cannot find the Trinity in the Old Testament. You know, it's an invention of the New Testament. Well, actually, it's an invention of Paul, really, um, who writes clearly about it in his letters, and it was foreign to the original idea of understanding God. Um, Presumably, Matthew, presumably or, or Matthew wrote his gospel. In fact, he did <laughs> before Paul wrote his letters. Mm. And it's funny that Matthew, who was a Jew, um, makes it very clear mm. in those readings that I said at the beginning. So mm. that can't be right. Peter too writes about the, the Trinity, so mm. it can't be just Paul. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Sorry, what was the question? So, so in the <laughs> Old Testament, do we see how, you know um, what sort of teaching on the Trinity would we see in the Old Testament if someone was to try to? get us to argue for it from the Old Testament? You know, could we do that or...? Well, you, you couldn't do it without the New Testament um, because there, God, God has, in his wisdom and in his good pleasure, he's decided to um, pull, the, pull the veil back and take the, the lid off the, the prize um, in showing that he's a trinity by sending Jesus and the Holy Spirit um, as a fancy expression in that missions reveal processions. So the missions of the Son and the Spirit reveal this Trinity clearly. Um, but when we see that in the New Testament, it's always saying, this is what the prophets foretold. This is what was promised in the Old Testament. This is what has been foreshadowed. Um, so when you go back to the Old Testament and read it, you see Jesus and the Holy Spirit mm. and the Father everywhere. Mm. Because it's the same triune god in the old testament that is in the new testament but in his in his good pleasure he's revealed himself um in sending jesus that's probably the most glorious way to have done it as well isn't it because he could have written a letter or, or through the prophet isaiah had ex, you know explicitly said i am a trinity i am father i have a son i'm going to send him to you but there's a gloriousness in the way that jesus appears uh and we see in his face, mm. the, the exact imprint of of, mm. of the Father in the, in the Son, yeah. um, and I think there's 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 a sense in which that that any revelation of God is a revelation of the Trinity because mm -hmm. that is the only God that there is. Yeah, you know, it's not that in the Old Testament God was a, just a, a digital monotheistic God and he became a trinity in the New Testament. Whenever God has revealed himself, it's in trinity. So even you get in the Psalms, the heavens declare the glory of God, the skies mm. declare the work of his hands. We're seeing something of a trinitarian God in, in the skies and the heavens, you know, it, because that's the only God that there is. Yeah. And so that's the one we're seeing. Now, we may not be able to discern exactly the three persons from the sky, from the sky but we are seeing the glory of the Trinitarian God when, when we look at creation. Um, and then alongside that, there are lots of hints and shadows, aren't there, in the Old Testament. Um, so Genesis 1, you know, is interesting because you've got, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly you've got, and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So there's some, there's now a kind of distinction in this eternal creating God. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say, let us make man in our image. So you've got a double 
plural there. Let us make man in our image. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the original language, those are those are plural. Those are uh, plural pronouns. You know, that's just what they are. Mm. Um, and then you've got you know hints, haven't you, of of the angel of the Lord, and there are. Uh, you know, which is clearly more than just an angel, that people, when they see them, there's a recognition that they've stood on holy ground. There's something divine about the, about the angel as a, a sort of foreshadow of Christ, the great one who would walk with his people. So, um, as you say, when we read the New Testament... And, and sorry, that's yeah. worth saying on the angel of the Lord, because that's different to an, angels, isn't angels, it? Angels, yeah. Because when angels are worshipped, they say, don't worship me. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but when the angel of the Lord mm. or the captain of the Lord's hosts, mm. uh, which which you know are called theophanies or mm. um, uh, um, uh, 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 yeah Christophanies, mm. uh, 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 appearances of Christ before the the actual incarnation, um, uh, they're wor they're worshipped, mm. aren't they? They're they're actually worshipped. Yeah, uh, take off your sandals. Isn't yeah. It? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You were no, that why I'd finished my point actually. So I can't remember what you're finished. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just that there are all kinds of as well as the explicit, you know, things, there are all kinds of pointers and shadows. That yeah, this holy, is holy, is. holy yeah. is the Lord God Almighty. There's three there, isn't there? Um, yeah. You know, the, 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 the three comes up a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, Daniel 7, you know, the son of man. Mm. I mean, that is not just like a bloke. This is the one who is led before the Ancient of Days and, and is, is given, given all authority of yeah. heaven and earth. So um, you have the Ancient of Days, which is clearly yeah. God, and you have the... Yeah. The Son of Man that comes into God's presence and is sitting on the throne with yeah. God. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And in Ezekiel's vision, you know, he sees one like a Son of Man who is, and he's like enthroned in the chair, like in mm. the glory of God, and yeah. sees everything and moves everywhere with yeah. his wheels. And um, so that's that's you've got one who is like a Son of Man and yet contains. The nature, the all-seeing, all-powerful nature of God, and mm. so I think it's. A, I mean, it's really helpful just thinking this through because just from going back to what Ben said about the Old Testament, New Testament, that because now of the full revelation in Christ, mm. uh, we we don't treat the Old Testament as a, as a Jewish book. Mm. This is a Christian book, isn't it? This is Christ. This is all about Christ. That's what Christ did on the, yeah. on the road to Emmaus, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, so we read read now, and if we don't see, if 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 we if we're reading it as a Jew, I'm not saying we don't need to know history and the history of the Jewish people and all of that. All of that's quite helpful. Mm -hmm. But if we read it just as a Jewish book, uh, we've got that a massive interpretation wrong there. Yeah. But if we read it knowing w with the full revelation of Christ and the Trinity, then as you mm. say, we see Trinitarian stuff and Christ everywhere. Mm. And therefore it becomes alive to us, doesn't it? Because we see our precious Lord Jesus Christ mm. Mm. all over the place. Mm. Yeah. And in fact, you couldn't, you wouldn't have, so the, it's, it's funny, the Old Testament is, has this perspective uh, in, in many people that it's just, it was God's plan A and it didn't work. Yeah. So God sends Jesus yeah. to rescue the people. Um, but actually, the total opposite is true, is that when you only understand who Christ is when he steps onto the scene because of the Old Testament mm. and everything that God has done in, in setting the scene and laying the groundwork, that when Jesus appears, we go, he's the one, that he was the one that was always going to come and save us. Mm. The one promised in Genesis to, to crush the head of the serpent. Um, mm. he, he, this is the one. And actually, um, I, I, was, I was reading about um, a, a Jewish rabbi who who set himself the task of reading Matthew's gospel to see whether he could 
get to the end of it and still believe that the New Testament didn't claim Jesus was God, but he couldn't get <laughs> past the first few chapters mm. because he, he came across so many instances. And that's before he gets to John. Yes, yeah. <laughs> where he get, came across through so many instances <laughs> where he, he just thought that, that this is Old Testament imagery. Mm. Jesus is claiming to be the temple. I mean, you cannot, yeah. you know, and so he, he just yeah. couldn't get out of the first few chapters without coming to the conclusion that the author of this book really believes that Jesus mm. is, the, is, is God himself. Mm. Wonderful. Um, well, in, our, in sort of 10 minutes or so, we, we talked a little bit about some of the practical outworkings of this and, and why this matters and what difference that it makes. Firstly, when we're, when, we're, when, when we're proclaiming the gospel, when we believe the gospel, we are inviting people into a relationship with God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And, and what a privilege that is to be adopted by a father, saved by the Son, infilled with the Spirit and taken up into this community of love and blessing. Um, uh, how, how else does it affect things? So does it affect the doctrine of man? We were talking a bit about that, about who we are. Do we see something of Trinitarian fingerprints just in, in humanity and our relationships and things? Does it affect our understanding of, you know, uh, of yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Um, because we're made for relationship. Mm. And we're made to submit and also uh, have authority, perhaps over other people. Um, it, it, it affects... The whole thinking of what fam about family, mm. all all of that marriage, uh, as you were saying, mar yeah. marriage, yeah. Um, uh, ma massive uh, uh, <laughs> mouldings uh, rather than fingerprints, I suppose, of of God as we're made in His mm. image, and we're a re relational thing, a, a relational being. Therefore, we don't we we f we don't find ourselves in ourselves. Mm. Uh, we we find ourselves by uh, being in relationship, uh, obviously with God mm. first, and and with other people. Mm. So it affects our whole thinking of what church is. Um, I, I always think it's uh, I, th I always think with some of these hard doctrines it, it is is to think of the alternative. Mm. What's the alternative to a a, a relational God, a trinitarian God? Um, it's a digital God. It's an Allah. It's an Allah who's been on his own for all eternity. And so he either then makes humanity because he's lonely. Therefore, he needs humanity. That means that that brings God down to, mm -hmm. to something that is a needy sort of God and hadn't had it before he created it. Mm. Um, or he couldn't care a stuff. Uh, uh, he's sort of, I don't know why he's made uh, the world, but he's not in relate. He can't be relating because he's never related, and mm. he's a non-relating God. And that's Allah. Allah is a quite an ugly, unrelating God who doesn't really care, does he? Um, he might have mercy if he feels like it, mm -hmm. but there's no relational yep. context uh, 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 with with his people. Mm. So that suddenly changes everything. Mm. Uh, we're about relationships. That's the most important thing. We should be in relationship. We can have relationship with God. We're invited into the very heart and family of God. Mm. He doesn't need us, um, uh, but out of his love, the Father's love for the Son, uh, he, he, he gives the church as a bride to the son, you know, all mm. of that is, mm. it, is involved. Mm. Isn't it? mm. it's, a, it's a wonderful thing, as you were just saying, that um, not only does God relate, so he's made us in his image, so we're relational, uh, but he's not just made us sort of just to relate to each other, but also to him, but not even just to have a generic relationship with him, but he allows us to call him father. 
which is incredible. So the, the relationship, the special relationship that the son has with the father, because we're in Christ, we call Jesus's father by the same name, mm. which is crazy, which is crazy. Mm. And somehow we're not, we're not invited into the Godhead in essence, but we're invited in, in, in the, family, the family, as you yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and that is a staggering, staggering thing that God would want to have the, the way he loves his son is the way he wants to love us. Mm. Um, which is just absolutely mm. amazing. We uh, we can't see the value we have in ourselves, mm. Mm. but obviously the fact he was willing to send his son mm. to redeem us um, must I mean, point but, to. But, hmm. but I mean, but just that very thought, you know, all the people trying to find identity stuff. I know we're not dealing with that issue, and you know we've got to be careful not going down that road. But mm. you know, <laughs> what you've just said, the, the identity of being a loved child of God yeah. uh, from all eternity to all eternity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you can say the word to and eternity, mm-hmm. um, is just a staggeringly, mind-blowingly secure place to be, isn't it? It yeah. doesn't matter quite what I look like. It doesn't matter what my body shape is uh, or how intelligent I am. If I'm loved by God and brought into the relationship with God, then for goodness sake, I don't have to find myself yeah. um, because... When I look within, as we've seen in previous things, I just find sin. Yep. <laughs> There's nothing you could find either that would be better than that on the table, is there? Mm. You could find that you're, I don't know, you're an incredibly talented musician or something, but is that it? Mm. <laughs> that, it pales into insignificance compared to having the same name attributed to you that is attributed to Christ. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, son of the father mm. is absolutely amazing. And actually that's what, that's what my name means, Benjamin, son of my right hand. Son of my right hand. There's a, there's yeah. a great verse in um, uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 2 in the Bible, Paul writing to the um, uh, church at Ephesus, and uh, it has the Trinity in again. It's uh, chapter 2, verse 18. It says, for through him, that's Jesus he's talking about, for through Jesus, we both, and the, the both there is, mm-hmm. is the Jew and Gentile, so there's there's a bringing mm. to, a uniting together of of people mm-hmm. uh, very different people groups uh, that were enemies so f- through Jesus we both have access to the father by one spirit <laughs> and so you see the whole trinity there working together to bring us into this family mm-hmm. and um you know all the stuff to try to unite mm. uh people that th- w- th- Obviously, we'll be united around this one God mm-hmm. in His family. That's the beautiful thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it becomes, and because of God's, because God is Trinity, that, and because God is love, that becomes the Christian life as well, doesn't it? So the the, the summary of the law that Jesus gives is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbour as yourself. And the only way that command can be realized and the motivation for that command is that God himself is love. And so no wonder love is the fulfillment of the Christian law Mm. because love is at the heart of who God is. I mean, I suppose if he was just a a digital one, um, you know, he would, it it would just be principles, wouldn't it? Or sort of ethics that Mm. are put on us or laws to follow. But the whole of the Christian gospel is, is, is come love. to and, him, and, come to him, and love and is both him, submitting and, and giving. Yeah, 
and 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 that's what we want. Yeah, we submit and give, isn't it? And that's a really important thing in the structures of society. Mm. We're both submitting and giving, and uh, you know, I think that that's a really important thing. With whereas again, with the digital one, with with Allah, he he also yeah, and we, it's a, such a wonderful diversity within a unity. Yeah. Which is what marriage is. Diversity in unity, isn't it? That we have and that's what church is. Mm-hmm. It's diversity in unity. But if you have a digital one God, you're gonna have a mono mm. monoculture mm-hmm. where everybody has to have the same beards, have to have wear the same sort of clothes, mm. uh, smell the same, speak the same, mm. uh, have the same what single language. Mm. Whereas in Christianity we believe in a colourful God. But um uh, that isn't just monoculture. Mm. Not, he's not. He's not British, is he? Mm. God. Mm. He's. He's. He. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, <laughs> every. If we're all. I mean, my, my belief is, if we're all made in the image of God, God's image is so incredibly multi-faceted um, uh, that he needs six billion people to show uh, something of of the greatness of uh, mm. the facets of who he is mm. and that's the god of relationship and and uh, trinity i think yeah, yeah 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 and and it should it should affect the way that we pray as well shouldn't it so i i think because god is trinity you know we we are invited to use the names of god to call him our heavenly father um, the Lord Jesus Christ to pray for the Spirit, the help of the Holy Spirit in understanding, and so our language is Trinitarian in prayer, isn't it? And yep. um, therefore, you know, when when people only ever address God a, a, as God, you know, or Lord, mm. or um, I think that is um, uh, well, I mean, for that person, I think it's missing something of the joy of what it is to know God. And also, it, it doesn't communicate to other people who are listening uh, the, the fullness of, of what God is. Now, some people may just use that language without thinking too much about that. But I think we want to try to we help grow. people, we don't be we, growing to, in, in yeah, that, yeah. To, um, to enjoy the fullness of life with the Trinity, um, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, because that's the unique thing. I mean, uh, you know, a Muslim could pray to God, um, you know, but couldn't say Father or Son or, you know, so that's, a, that's an important Well, that's what thing. I like about this verse. For through him, Jesus, we both have access to the Father mm. by one Spirit. Mm. And that, I mean, that is all the work of the Trinity for our salvation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, have we covered everything? Do you think? Not, no, <laughs> no. That's part one. That was our introduction. <laughs> part one, yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, there's look. Yeah. There's lots of mysteries, isn't there? And there's lots of, um, I guess, smaller points we could argue yeah. over, and people have argued over, um, uh, because because these are such deep things. Yeah. We can emphasise. Uh, one thing a little bit more than another person can emphasize and we can disagree but 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 the the christian god is a trinitarian god and i think that's that's mm. huge that's mm. huge because he's a, he's the god of uh, relationships yeah um yeah yeah that's brilliant okay thank you all right um um we are on the letter uh, we'll be on the letter you is that right you you next week what is that? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. Um, so find out next week what that is. And uh, as I said at the beginning, cornerstonechurchkingston.org and uh, our YouTube uh, social media channels are the place to go for other uh, other resources too. Thank you.